Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. People have asked me, people are always asking me, Like, why do you stay? You don't have a relationship with them. And I think on it, and I pray on it, and I meditate on it, and I always come to a peace with it. I'm just grateful that you're sticking it out. Welcome to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Kara Berry. Sister Wives Edition, I believe we're in episode eight of season 17. Join with me. You know her, you love her. Host the feathers in my hair and Liz Explains on Patreon. Liz Bentley, hello. Hi, thank you for having me and my dog Cookie, who is currently (laughs) losing her absolute fucking mind because it's Halloween and she loves kids and all of her friends are downstairs. So please excuse Cookie in the background. I mean, listen, if you listen to this podcast, you should be used to the dog noise at this point. Like it just comes with the territory. Um, Yeah, it's a national holiday. So we're just doing the best we can. Yeah, that dog needs Um, to be drugged, but she like doesn't (laughs) react well to the the Xanax doesn't work. I'm like, give her more. It's so bad. (laughs) She just pushes right on through. Um, Thank you so much for doing this. Um, You know, Sister Wise is something that's both near and dear to both of our hearts. So it's always a special time and we can talk about it. I mean, this season, man, (laughs) never in my life has there been a TLC show that had such a banger season. Right. And like the consistency now, I'm feeling very spoiled. There hasn't Um, been a filler up yet. No, there really, really hasn't. And I mean, shout out to Christine for making that happen, because otherwise, what would we get? Just Janelle out on the coyote pass but uh yeah i'm i'm forever grateful to our girl we have so much to talk about so much because actually i have like a bunch of non-christine thoughts for this episode which is fun because i feel like i've been talking about on my patreon and obviously this season has just been like so christine heavy but like we need to talk about janelle being a fucking out there like <laughs> oh man uh princess is really gonna love this because she does not care for janelle yes so i i accidentally quoted her i couldn't remember who said it but the to have a casita you need a casa and... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one i mean she made she made an excellent point um <laughs> so the episode begins with cody complaining 
complaining about that bitch Christine, adding more onto his plate of, and whatever he's busy doing all day because he just can't possibly move the boxes that are already packed for him into his car and into just his put them truck back he has yeah. a truck <laughs> it's not like he has to go out and run a u-haul like that man has he has the truck that he used to haul the fifth wheeler he has a big ass truck now he can't even back the truck up into the driveway put the boxes in the back i mean the fact that he I honestly was like, I said this last week, I just don't think that Cody thinks people watch this show because he tells a story that's just like very convenient for him. It's really wild to me. Like I, how can you be on TV for so long and have such little self-awareness? And if this was a different show and a different person, I'd be like, I think he's playing it up for TV. Right. But I'm positive he's not. No. There's no way. <laughs> this is him, like full stop. Like this is coat. Like this is not a Farah or Kenya. Like, are they really like that, or are they just playing it up for TV? You know, where we're like debating if they're a villain or not. No, this is Cody living out loud. Yeah, and the the truth is, like, the greatest part about the season is that the editors are just ready for like us to pull peel back a layer on Cody and whatever bullshit he's saying. Mm-hmm. Because the truth is that like. Cody has four of everything because he was spreading everything amongst his wives and the different houses. So he's got all these purple button down shirts and, uh, you know, visors or what have you. So the real problem is that like, he just has too much stuff, even though he says in a confessional, I have nothing that. Okay. When they said that they're like, well, he had four houses of stuff he had to fill up. And I'm like, did he, did he, did he have to do that? They all lived a a foot away from each other what do you mean and when she was like okay so he doesn't have room at he does first of all I loved when she dragged Mary and was like well (laughs) he hasn't been to Mary's in years so nothing's (laughs) over there um but like so get rid of the stuff like what get rid of it you haven't been to Christine's house in months I'm a person that bursts things out I actually just did my like seasonal clothing swap yesterday Mm -hmm. And I got a bunch of stuff to give to Goodwill, which I know isn't great. It's going in the landfill, whatever. We're all working on it, but like, get rid of that shit. I can't, I can't abide with hoarders. His problem is that he is an embarrassment of riches. Oh no. Who are you, Cody? (laughs) Like, what is wrong with this man? Truly, truly, truly. And also like, I feel like he could still have plenty of room in Robin's gigantic house to fit all of his shit. Yeah. Like, don't they have a basement? probably i don't know fuck her um or get a storage unit like you can afford it i get probably probably not actually (laughs) i mean something something could be worked out but mostly he just needs to give away like three quarters of his stuff like what would you be hanging on to anything that you had at mary's house for you haven't like slept with her in over a decade get rid of it who cares yeah it it, and it's like shirts and books. It's like, you don't miss, you don't miss that shit. Clearly. Right. Also, you've like never really lived at Christine's and Flagstaff. So that's shit from Vegas. Right. Exactly. He's such a bullshitter. Such <laughs> a bullshitter. So Cody comes over to Christine's to talk about like how they're going to be dividing their assets. And Christine says, what I said last week is the easiest thing is just like, she takes whatever from the house that she's been living in. They can take the plot of land on Coyote Pass and do with it what they want. So Christine says in a confessional that the house that she's living in now 
is like basically the only asset that she's ever had in her life as an adult or ever. <laughs> and that if she never had the house, she wouldn't have any assets. And that's wild. Yeah, I think what she was saying, because then they flashed to Cody and he's like, it's never in the husband's names because if they go to prison or whatever yeah. his reason was. But I think what she was saying, like, because she's right. She doesn't own her part on the property. She owns it as like a joint tenant. So she can't just sell that piece of the property. Like right. the house is only everything she's owned by herself as herself. Like, cause even the Vegas house, which I'm assuming she owned with her and Cody's name on it. Um, like she would need his permission to sell it. Like this is the only thing that she's probably ever had that she doesn't need his permission or anybody else's permission to sell. Exactly. Exactly. And you're right. Cody says the exact opposite thing, which is that all of the women in the, these plural marriages put the stuff in their names in case the husband has to be shipped off to prison for uh, crimes against polygamy. So, uh, you know, really, it's more like which they're not going to get into because their family fucking did it. It's like for welfare fraud reasons. It's like right. the reasons the reason that they do most of the stuff that they do, like polygamous families in utah i'm not talking about polyamorous families as always i'm talking about religious patriarchal polygamy which is a beast of its own but right. like these type of families in utah are all con committing welfare fraud essentially right. and yeah. so like she can't live in a house with him on the owner because then he's a resident of like he lives in the house. He's another person and his income needs to be reported. Exactly. So like the part, like when they lived in the Lehigh house, all of those were apartments. So like she probably had a leased apartment probably from Cody and Mary would be my guess, but mm -hmm. like his name can't be on the lease or else she can't get welfare or section right. eight vouchers or whatever they're getting. Right. Wild, 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 wild. Um, so basically Cody shockingly agrees to this i don't know who got into his head but thank god for that i thought um, cody was actually kind of shockingly agreeable with this and apparently christine did too because christine is stunned enough that she like stops the conversation to thank him <laughs> but like i i thought he was being very reasonable here and like you know credit where credit's due like of course then in the talking head he's talking shit about this arrangement but of I well, I think really he realized like that he can't say shit about that house. It's a hundred percent in her name. And so he might as well just agree to it to get it over with. But even that is kind of big for Cody because no, Cody's is, truly is. a cut off your nose despite your face type of person and would drag his feet even if like there was no way he could have a good outcome. A, a thousand percent, which is why he was trying to do this uh just last episode. And so yeah, he just um yeah I I was grateful I was personally praying on my end just like Christine was that he would um give up the ghost on this whole situation um but then of course Cody has to say that the deal isn't exactly fair to him because they still have to pay Coyote pass off but then Janelle of course comes back and says actually it's extremely fair like the family gave pretty much equal amounts of money to both Robin and Christine to purchase their houses in Flagstaff. And the equity that they have in the home is basically about the equity that they have at Coyote Pass. So clean and dry, no big deal. Yeah, um, it, it's like, <clears throat> yeah, it, Cody is being such a dick about it. And when he's talking about like, I what I found really interesting was when, you know, Christine says like, 
if that's the case, I'm entitled to 50% of his assets, which includes his and Robin's assets. And of course, yeah. that's not like legally true, right? Like she could, she couldn't get her hands on that. That sounds gross when I said she couldn't, like she's trying to get her hands on it. I just mean she wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. But what the way that Cody frames it, he's like 50% of my assets with Mary and with, with Rob and with Janelle and then my own assets. I'm like, this really makes no fucking sense. Like, yeah, uh, nothing yeah, about I, what you're saying makes any fucking sense. Yeah, it's too convoluted. It's too mixed up. And yeah, you guys also don't know what you're talking about. So like, let's not, let's not even bother. Um, Then we get to Cody gets his eyes on the bedroom furniture. And he asks Christine what she's going to do with that. And she's like, actually, I'm going to sell it. Like, I just want a new bedroom set, new energy. And he just stares at the like, like, (laughs) like the three tiered. (laughs) um storage space and just like longingly gazes at it like memories like I'm the kind of, of my mind didn't they get new bedroom furniture in vegas or was that living room furniture i have such a clear memory of them yeah. going shopping and then all yeah. of the wives flipping out about the idea of them buying beds that cody would sleep in each of them do you remember that like yeah, they were like there was- uh, uh, I can't think about Cody being in bed with somebody else. I'm like, he mm-hmm. fucks them three times a week. What are you talking about? Right. Don't act like you didn't hear him um, bumping uglies with Mary when you guys were all living in the house together. But um, yes, there was an episode where, I mean, it was clearly some deal with a furniture company in Vegas, yeah. but they all got like a certain amount of money. And yeah, I think what Christine got was that bedroom set. Because she said, she's like, I had my babies in this bed. I was like, ugh. Yeah, (laughs) because you haven't had a baby at home she didn't have truly at home remember because she had to have it in the hospital right so I was like please tell me that bed is not 18 years old (laughs) (laughs) well I think the mattress might be oh gosh (laughs) so um yeah Cody tries to like have this emotional um moment about the bedroom furniture and is like you know I, I'm just like in the moment I'm not really in denial but I'm just feeling like the house and the kids and the furniture they're not mine and it's like that's what you're feeling what yeah he's like I have an emotional connection with the house I have one with Christine and it's like <laughs> nice catch there code like right. Also, like, you don't have an emotional connection with the Flagstaff house. Like, if we were still in Vegas, I could, like, maybe, maybe get with it. But he spent, what, 40 nights at that house in four years? If that, if that. If that. And, yeah, like, the emotion that you're feeling is just pure narcissism. It's the um, absence of the control that you have in this power dynamic is shifting. That's what you're feeling. Like, this isn't like a truly like i'm mourning the end of my marriage feeling no because no, he doesn't give a fuck about christine not, not a single solitary one and he hasn't in a long time um if so anything then- he should be thanking christine for like finally doing this so he doesn't have to do a marry with her and the fact that right. he like pretends like he wants to be doing a marry with christine is so silly because like he will be on his hands and he's begging Mary to leave him like and move away so why he I mean I understand it's because he's a narcissist and it's his ego etc but like as a viewer it's so stupid because it's like you want Christine to leave what are you talking about right he just wants to look like the good guy in some sort of way or like be martyred in this situation like it's half good guy half victim yes that he's trying to get and like (laughs) it's all asshole 
just so you know Cody if you're listening um so yeah he's like well I guess I'll just better get used to it and it's like Cody she told you this shit months ago what get up months (laughs) get it together months ago like you're still acting like she told you last week and you're just like reeling from the shock of it like stand up come on also like how long has it been since he told her he didn't want to fuck her anymore right right He's oh, a year over a year yeah and when was the last time you actually fucked her okay. several years ago so <laughs> like, come on bro come on the fact that he like literally does not see the issue with her just like letting those uh cobwebs just form a tight grip around her vagina is just so maddening to me it's infuriating he's so stupid okay so then we get to coyote pass to check up what's going on with janelle and cody's basically like i hate this there's like one big issue per day janelle's not really loving it savannah's hating her life insane kara like i am a spoiled ass bitch i would never i mean i have shared on my podcast i did live in like a camper some nights when my ex-boyfriend did which is looking back very funny but I was 21 years old you know <laughs> right. and like I did a lot of drugs like I never went to bed right. in that camper sober like I would knock myself out every night like never a sober minute spent in that and also like we were on his dad owned a marina so we had like bathroom facilities and like like right. we just hooked shit up like we like it just like plugged in the the electricity like there's a work to be done with it and that still was like not a possible full-time living so I like this idea was stupid from the get it never (laughs) made any fucking sense and I don't feel bad for Janelle I'm sorry I don't feel bad for her because at least at least if we're going based on what she says is true because I think princess is probably right that she couldn't afford to buy that rental house Mm-hmm. Um, although I, I'm curious how she could afford to buy a fifth wheeler that probably costs over a hundred thousand dollars. Uh, but you know, I guess that's a different point. Um, but like, there is no way that this makes more sense than you buying a rental. There's no way it doesn't. And like, obviously in hindsight with the way the housing market is like, damn <laughs> sucks for you, Janelle. But, um, I was, I have to change my tune. I do because I was really like yeah Janelle you can do it but like I like you I'm also a very indoors girl so I didn't consider the perspectives of like oh you're gonna have to get water to put water in the fifth wheeler and yeah when she said that they need five huge bins every oh eight Eight. every day and a half (laughs) if they're conservative I guess I guess and these were like that. big like tanker like I would not be able to like with a full thing of water in it no. be able to like lift it up and no. put it in that water like no way and no. so they have to like go down to the well or whatever and and go back and forth eight times a day so Cody comes over to try to get some sort of uh hose system so that they can more easily bring the water over to the camper this sucks <laughs> yeah I hate that I hate that with the camper I've been on Cody's side the whole time because right. like yeah Cody the whole time was like you're being a fucking idiot and like I hate to ever be on Cody's side but I was definitely on Cody's side with the camper and I yeah. hate watching him be right but like he's like, right like everything he said that was an issue is an issue yeah unfortunately from like a logistical standpoint he's right I just I mean and I'm sure you do too like where I diverge is that he's clearly 
being like, oh, I cannot stay there. This is a choice that she's made and I could not possibly like. Oh yeah, he can stay there. Like fuck up and sleep there once a week. Like you'll be fine. But the work he was like, Janelle just impulsively buying a fifth wheeler and then she's out there and she's like, huh, turns out this is hard work. It's like- just so the stupid moment, the moment that really cracked me up last week is when Gabe and like uh Cody were going back and forth and at the end she's like trying to get up the stairs and she's like this isn't level and Gabe just goes to the back he's like yeah because the whole thing isn't kicked out yet mom she's like oh <laughs> well <laughs> or Savannah Janelle's like Savannah is really struggling but you know she just still wants us to build this house and I'm like Savannah wise the fuck up you're old enough now that house isn't getting fucking built call one of your siblings and they'll let you know that's not getting built i i know poor thing poor thing i'm 17 i feel for her too but she's 17 and she's She's stop telling her mom yeah i think so i think she's like a junior she's 16 or 17 she's like always 13 to me yeah because if isabel is 18 then savannah's around the same age as her um that's wild she reads as much younger (laughs) I agree but she's definitely in high school I think she's 16 or 17 um but like girl stop telling your mom you want that house built because it's not going to be built and start guilt tripping her into moving off that land (laughs) why don't you move into auntie mary's house she's got plenty of fucking room every time I look at that house I'm like girl why are you living in that gigantic Mary or Janelle would kill herself before moving in with Mary first of all (laughs) her and Savannah that would be like she'd be like we we're gonna make the ultimate sacrifice because I will never look at Mary in the face again never ever oh my gosh so yeah they're like filling up the water over at coyote pass and cody says in a confessional like the situation is only going well because janelle's having a good attitude about this like everything else everything is on fire but janelle's sitting in that chair being like it's fine you know totally cool um yeah savannah's miserable poor thing (laughs) I, really I love when that. Cody's like, it is nice to sit out here at night. That was a real me moment where I like something right. is like totally shitting. I'll be like, well, it's like nice to sit on the chair at nighttime. <laughs> like, that's something I do when funny. like everything is terrible and I can find like the one positive thing, but it sounds so shitty coming out of my mouth. Like <laughs> it does not sound like a compliment. Like right. <laughs> it does not sound like silver lining. It's like you just sound like an asshole. Like I identified with Cody in that moment, I guess. <laughs> beautiful I don't know how she could sleep but like it's too quiet because like if you hear anything then it's like oh here's the killer you know yeah that's just like open desert land like literally an open target here I am come murder me Mm -mm. literally nobody's ever gonna hear you no um (laughs) so then we get to this whole like uh consigliere conversation between Mary and Robin okay to discuss the state of the union of the brown family so this was a deranged conversation mary fucking brown how (laughs) dare you how dare you fix your mouth to come at a woman for leaving your mutual abuser unbelievable so the scene actually begins with christine saying in a confessional like we often hear about how the kids feel about a divorce but you don't really hear how the other sister wives feel yeah because that's not a thing christine (laughs) (laughs) i 
will say, I do agree with Robin when she's like, because Robin has actually always called this out and I'll give Robin credit. Robin has always been like, it doesn't make any fucking sense how we all pretend like we're married to a different person. Like from the get, right? Like she's always been like, this doesn't make sense. I don't know why we have to pretend that we like don't kiss him. Like, I don't care if somebody hugs him in front of me. Like she's always, and it's because Cody loves her and like, that's where she can have confidence in this. But she's always been that way. So like credit to Robin there. But when Robin is like, why are we pretending like this doesn't affect anybody else and that her marriage is totally separated from everyone else? It's like, because your family is fucking insane and nothing about it makes sense because she's right. Like it is wild that they're acting like this doesn't like that her relationship is so separate from everybody else's. But at the same time, it's like, well, what's Christine supposed to do? Not leave because it's going to hurt Robin and Mary's well, feelings. Exactly. Exactly. Like it just go. everything goes back to her and those eyebrows. So yeah. Well, this is Robin's issue. And the the reason I always have like a half defense, half issue with Robin is that she has me in the first half, you know, like mm-hmm. where I'm like, yeah, what she's saying doesn't make any, like, you're, you're right. It doesn't make sense. But then you still play into this system. And in fact, you benefit most from this, like your husband's not actually married to anybody else and you're not all married together. So you don't actually have to share him. So like, even if you make sense, like it doesn't matter because you're not making anything better. Exactly. Not even attempting to try. So Robin goes up to Mary's house and um, they sit outside next to that uh, American flag wind chime or something that Mary has. And Robin says in a confessional that there's this like heavy weight between she and Mary right now, because in her words, the family's just getting messed with like crazy. Okay, so Robin brings up the fact that Mary didn't say a whole lot when Christine announced to the rest of them that she's leaving, right? And Mary tells Robin, I was really frustrated, but in a confessional, Mary says, I didn't trust myself to say anything in that moment. Mary, what the fuck are you talking about? Okay, I need to unpack (laughs) like 18 things here. How how many times in the year? Let's, Let's give it 2022 post-covid regulations for that family i think how mm-hmm. many times do you think robin and mary have been together that was not filmed oh maybe one twice i was gonna say twice yeah i i'm not positive it's been once so i would say like maybe one time ariella accidentally called mary and then it was like <laughs> oh we have to invite her over now. and robin was like no 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 hang <laughs> up <laughs> hang up mary <laughs> yeah hi <laughs> absolutely uh I yeah that like so Robin going up there first of all it's incredibly cruel the way that Robin talks to Mary about Cody because she's like you just need to hang on he's gonna want to be back with you when you know at night Cody's like I will never ever ever talk to Robin or Mary again like don't don't bring it up Robin it's never ever ever happening and she'll be with Mary like promise me you will never leave Cody like yeah like let that woman free mary's jack at the end of titanic like just in icy water she's like just hang on (laughs) just hang on girl let her go not gonna let you up on this door even though there's plenty of room just just hang on oh my god that's cold water (laughs) that's so true that's so 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 true yeah yeah it's like what do you what do you get from mary being here i don't get that's another like i don't get 
I understand that Robin says that she wants to be in polygamy, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I believe she probably does. She wants to be the top wife, but like, she's not in polygamy with Mary. You know what I mean? Like Cody does not treat Mary as a wife in any way, shape or form. So like, not what a, is not Mary? Or, no, not what is, at least Janelle, he like goes over to Janelle's house. Right. So like, yeah, I could understand yeah. if Robin is telling Janelle, like, I just mm-hmm. want you guys to work on your relationship and be better. But like, what does Robin get from Mary Sane in the family? There's literally no benefit to her whatsoever. Like none. Because even if you're saying, well, we'll get into this in a second. But okay. So Mary says that like, as far as Christine's uh, relationship with Cody, like Robin starts talking about how it affects us because Mary's like, oh, well, this is really their issue. But Robin's like, no, it's, it's all of our issue. Mary says, well, yeah it does affect us but it's really more about him and I think what she's trying to say is like ultimately he's responsible for trying to fix his relationships and there's nothing we can do about it yeah which Robin does agree with she's like I'm always telling him to fix the relationships I don't know do you think she is though um okay I think she is to an extent I think that I think though that Cody's in charge and I think she knows not to push him and that's how she says the favorite um so I think she like suggests stuff, but then as soon as he pushes back, she like backs all the way off. Yeah, just like a light push. You nudge. should call Mary. And he's like, I'm not ca- fucking calling Mary. Don't ask me to do that again. And she goes, okay. Okay, yeah. And then never What's mentions it ever again. <laughs> except then she's like, I'm begging Cody to call right. me. <laughs> well, I did stare at him from across the room. I thought maybe he was getting what I was putting it down. So yeah, Um so Robin says in a confessional, like, yeah, supposedly it doesn't affect us because we're not part of the relationship, but that's bullcrap. Okay. Just crazy <laughs> for us to just sit there and watch this big bomb going off in the family. And then Janelle says in a confessional, I'm not sure we even have a family anymore. <laughs> yeah. When she now said that, she's like, we don't have a family. And then it's mash cuts to Cody going, oh, we have a family. Christine's just not part of it. I'm like, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> mother like 12 of your children what are you talking about (laughs) honestly honestly so then robin says that when cody told her about christine kicking him out that she told him to stay on the couch figure things out fight for christine and mary's like well i'm just really angry but in a confessional she's like well obviously cody didn't care enough to fight for christine and obviously he didn't care enough to fight for me and i don't understand that it's like well mary you should yeah christine shouldn't but you should Mary. i mean we're not gonna act like you didn't do anything um she talks about oh how did she refer to the catfishing uh something on the internet what did she say uh oh my god it something was so happened funny. on the internet oh she because she didn't call it a catfish she called it no something. she did not i have it in my notes i'm gonna find it but robin says in a confessional that cody's now questioning her left and right about things that she was like i thought he was sure about me in this way this I way believe that, way, that. I believe that actually because no, I think yeah. I think Cody yeah. this is what I mean I think Cody takes it out on her I mean she's the one that he's with all the time yeah we know he's angry and he's paranoid and delusional yeah I'm sure it doesn't just go away when he's at Robin's I don't know if she is I mean much like her saying I begged and begged him like I don't know how much she's saying and how much she's like blowing it up in her mind though yeah that's fair I I would bet their fights are not about 
Robin's framing them that they're like about polygamy, but I think they're actually just like Cody being an abusive asshole. Right. Right. And it's like, I don't think, I feel like she thinks that his relationships are going to, I mean, that's such a, like a shitty thing. Like, oh, if he's just nicer to them, then he'll be nicer to me. It's like, girl, look in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> Do you hear yourself? <laughs> that's not good. That's not good either. Um, so she's like, yeah, he, Cody's just not trusting anybody around him. And then Robin gets about as firm as we've ever seen her when she's mm -hmm. like, yeah, Cody might have a divorce that he's dealing with, but he's also got other marriages that he needs to try to maintain. And he needs to get over this anger enough to interact appropriately. Otherwise he's going to ruin every single one of his relationships. Okay. Fair and enough. This, this is why I'm saying life is not peachy for Robin. Yeah. Yeah. Robin but, got what she asked for and be careful what you ask for basically yeah. the problem is that like Robin never says she never really I mean only in this episode does she talk about how Christine might be feeling and all this like oh yeah it, she it doesn't a long time it's about her 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 we also I think part of the issue as viewers is that we don't see Robin and Cody together we don't see Robin's house we no. don't see her family so it's like we've been watching Cody favor Robin for 17 seasons right so like when she's sitting there saying this stuff it's like that doesn't make sense and like for those of us that can like you know put together that Cody's obviously an asshole to her too because Cody is the asshole mm -hmm. um but like to the average viewer I think it's like what are you talking about like your marriage is great like because we're not there seeing Cody being an asshole to Robin I mean, that's very true. I did say earlier this season, like we've not once seen a scene of them really together. I I think shit's going on in Robin's home. And I, like, I think that personally, I think maybe they're one of the children has some issues. I don't even want to say mm -hmm. disability, has some issues. Um, I mean, the reality is, is that like not a single person in this family last season brought up why is the nanny there, right? Like, Nobody right. seems to ever question why the nanny is needed ever. Um, Robin keeps pointing to her being busy and working. And yet, what does she do? Exactly. And so that to me kind of tells me that the other wives understand why the nanny needs to be there in mm -hmm. a way that the audience does not. And because we are not given that information. And yeah. I, and also like, even with like in the episode where Janelle was talking about Cody needing to get back to the little kids, she's annoyed, but she's not like he doesn't need to be around them. I think there's shit going on with the little kids is what I'm saying. And mm -hmm. I think that they are really maybe very difficult for whatever reason. And we're not going into Robin's home for that reason. Cause yeah, they don't I mean, want that, that on camera, sense. which fair enough. They shouldn't put it on camera probably. That really does make sense because when I saw, when it was Isabel's graduation party, I was like, why is Cody holding both of their hands in the driveway? Like, mm -hmm. why is he doing that? And that just, I just took it as like, oh, they're just like super close to each other. But that would make sense if he felt like I need to keep them tight. And if you'll notice, like nobody really questions like how much time like they they call out Robin for being the favorite right but nobody seems like and he doesn't need to be with those kids all of the time there's no yeah. reason he needs to be with those kids and not my kid you know what I mean he they don't say it like that which to me leads me to believe they're keeping stuff off camera and honestly if that's the case like good for them 
they yeah, they sure. should be for those children's privacies. Like kids deserve to, if they are having issues, they deserve privacy and not Definitely. have it like dragged all over reality TV. For sure. <laughs> They're going to go through enough about five years from now yeah. <laughs> with what's on television. So, um, so then Mary tells Robin that she's now wondering if all of these years have been a lie because Christine was always talking about how much she wanted to be sister wives. And again, Mary, get the stick out please okay when mary said that i said what the do you hear the words that are coming out of your mouth (laughs) mary elizabeth brown i give everybody the middle name elizabeth by the way (laughs) mary elizabeth brown she's like well (laughs) why did she marry into the family if she didn't want this 30 fucking years ago right exactly like how static do you think people have to be mary like when she was 20 years old yeah oh no somebody's changed their minds in 30 years they're not the same person they were when they were 20 how dare they what a betrayal right maybe do you think maybe you um contributed to that maybe she was exhausted of having to play a referee between you and janelle all those years and then also raise all your kids and do all the stuff don't you think maybe she uh, grew up and was like hey this sucks <laughs> that was like the most nonsensical thing i've ever heard mary say so now everything has to be a lie <laughs> what are you talking what? about <laughs> what are you what ta- it is she's like- just fucking mad that uh christine has the like the confidence and the security to walk away from the church and their beliefs like I think that's an even bigger part of it I think Mary's very jealous of that because yeah. I think that I mean she stays with Cody because she tried to leave and she got internationally humiliated right like yeah that would fuck up anybody um but I really I do believe that like the the guilt of the church is there for her and mm-hmm. I think that she is very jealous because I don't think she's necessarily a true believer, which is why she was going to leave for that man. But I think that it was what she was raised in. It's her culture. It's what she knows. And so she like carries the guilt of it. And I think she's very jealous of Christine not being like, uh, like weighed down by the guilt the way that she is. Yeah, we saw that a little bit in was it this season's premiere one of the first episodes of salt lake city where whitney officially leaves the church mm-hmm, by mm-hmm. going to uh leave mormon.org or whatever mm-hmm. quit and, mormon uh, yeah quit mormon.org and heather comes over and you could just tell that she was like whitney is this like something you're really sure about and then it comes out that heather whose whole storyline mm-hmm. on the, the series has been about her leaving the church and how difficult that's been and her being in the outer darkness hasn't actually officially left the church because she's still got this like emotional and psychological hang up with regard to her family and yeah. like what her whole family think if she officially leaves the church and yeah there was a lot of shades of that yeah her name basically in the mormon church when you join your names get on the record and you cannot go to church ever again but you still are like technically a member and they'll like find you when you move to invite you to the new stake like and so it was always really hard this is a little history lesson it was always really hard to get your name off the records and then when like the ex-Mormon movement online started getting really popular, this guy created quitmormon.org, which like streamlined the process so people could easily get their name off. Um, but there are a lot of people like Heather who won't go through with that final step because it's like, 
that last bit of insurance, right? Like, Mm -hmm. because I think once you're off the records, mm, I would have to double check this. I don't know if you can rejoin. I don't know if you can be rebaptized into the no, church. I don't think so. I, I don't think so. And I, like- I think you're right that it's like very much like the same situation, like this weird jealousy of somebody being willing to take the final step that you're not willing to take. Yeah. So maybe what Mary's actually saying is like, this was whole based on religion. So like, was this whole thing all bullshit to you? Like, what was that all for? Yeah. Which is stupid because we like, feel each other together or whatever obviously she grew up religious mary like mary's acting brand new in a way that's really fucking annoying me and i feel like christine was more entrenched in it than any of them as yeah because she had been i mean mary's family didn't join until mary was five right so her family at least her parents had a a non uh aub culture before coming into the church but christine's family has been in it for generations right like cody only did it and like his family his dad only had a plural wife after he did right uh no so when uh cody went on his mission he got like a letter from his dad telling them that they had like joined the aub and that oh okay okay and then by the time cody came home i don't know if his dad married like a plural wife but his parents had joined the aub before cody did and then cody followed them in Okay, so is Janelle's mom hit his dad's third wife? I believe his third, and he was married okay. to Janelle's mom before he married Janelle. Right, by like a week or something. Yeah, but yeah, very <laughs> short time. Like Co- Janelle had met Cody. She was going out to see him because they lived in like Idaho or something. And Janelle's mom was like, I'm going to come with you. I don't want you going by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was after she had already divorced Mary's brother. And Janelle's mom went and met Cody's dad and they got married like a day later yeah (laughs) thanks a lot mom so (laughs) that to um, me is like so wild wild like I I would really have to think like okay if I fell in love with a guy and then my mom fell in love with his dad I'd be like oh god can I do this (laughs) well like like, and not even that but like Janelle's mom was like a 40 something year old woman yeah you know like and she went and like sat next to a man for three days (laughs) and decided to marry him into a fundamentalist religion she was not a part of changed her whole fucking world for this dude so weird i I can't i can't make sense of it that's wild so mary says in a confessional that when she married cody it wasn't just because she loved him it was because she felt like she had a confirmation from god that she was supposed to be married to cody and she still feels that way then robin chimes well, in that's in a just you mary <laughs> and only you not even god so god has left the group chat on the god's like girl <laughs> i told you you could go <laughs> there is like will smith in that meme where he's like in the room by himself with his hands in his pockets just like looking around like <laughs> nobody's here mary <laughs> so robin actually says in a confessional that um oh my god what did she say uh that mary that mary had to be okay with the idea of cody being in love with other women and that's like like as the first wife and that's like a really hard thought to process but it's like did she ever i don't know that she ever did she never did and also this is like not really the story they tell in their book in the book 
Mary says that like she really liked Cody. I'll never forget this story. Mary says in the book that Cody joined their church and they met and started hanging out and Mary had been going there her entire life and people said to Cody, who's that new girl you're with? Because nobody knew she was. Because I mean, she was like Anvil. So, so, true Anvil. Because she was so shy and just like a true party filler. Like she was like, nobody knew who she was. And so Cody, who was like super charismatic and he became popular right away and he's loud and he's Cody that we know, like shown on her and she was like, wanted to be with him. I know. And he wanted to be with her. And so she didn't necessarily want to be in a plural marriage, but Cody wanted to be in a plural marriage. So she was like, well, fuck it. Like the hot guy likes me. I'm going to be in a plural marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Because there are people in their church that aren't in plural marriages. Right. Right. So Mary says again to Robin, why did Christine come into the family if she was just going to do this after? Like (laughs) she had 30 years. This is like her 30 year plan. Honestly, like (laughs) 30. Mary. I'm gonna have six children with this man and then 27 years into it I'm just gonna leave gotcha Mary do you hear yourself <laughs> gotcha bitch gotcha so then Mary says to Robin like she didn't even talk to me about it she doesn't talk to you about anything Mary why would yeah she you are not friends me? Not you hate single... Christine. What are you talking about? You cannot <laughs> fucking stand her. What you would never invite Christine over. Never. So, like, literally, what is all of this vitriol for? What is this like? What are we doing? This goes back to the thing that I have with this family, in which I always say it's cultural differences, and they need a loud East Coast person to come in <laughs> and clap in their face and be like, What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Like, I, the way that they all talk is like so infuriating to me when Mary's like, I just don't get why she didn't talk to me. When like any sane person is like, because you guys don't fucking talk. What are you talking about, Mary? Right. And Robin just sits there and is like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And even Christine is like, well, they never reach out to me. It's like, okay, so give them a fucking call, Christine. Like, like why they all are like, well, nobody ever talked to me. <laughs> yeah. They talk around everything. And then it's like, when they feel slighted, they're like, well, why didn't you come to me directly? Even Inf- though we never, ever do that. It's infuriating, except that randomly Janelle will be like, well, Mary, <laughs> remember yeah. when you didn't let my kids go through the living room 20 years ago? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Mary had something to say all of a sudden. Um, it, it just infuriates me. And I don't actually blame Christine necessarily not reaching out to them because she's leaving right like she doesn't and she doesn't like them (laughs) she's leaving and she wants to leave Robin and Mary (laughs) like she's divorcing Robin and Mary purposefully so I don't blame her but at the same time when she's like I just don't know they didn't reach out to me so I have no like Kristen Gurley like you know they're not going to reach out to you because this is the culture of your family why are you acting like you have no idea why they didn't reach out to you right one thing about Mary is she's gonna hold a grudge we all knew that (laughs) Mary and Christine and Janelle are fighting about shit that happened in 1991 (laughs) this is like Kathy and Kyle Richards truly how everybody is like I can't believe they're fighting over this it's like they've been having this fight for 55 fucking years (laughs) and that's what's happening on the Brown family right yeah they've been fighting about this since Punky Brewster was on the air like let's really think about this 
Um, so Christine says in a confessional, yeah, I agreed to be a sister wife, but I also agreed to be an equal wife. Yes. And then Mary uh, starts crying for whatever reason in a confessional about how Christine was a friend to her for a lot of years. Was she? No. Um, and like, they agreed to this family structure and they agreed that this was going to be what was best for them. And then now all of a sudden, everybody's just changing their mind because it was hard. Okay. Hold, hold on. Let's unpack about seven things here. Okay. Yeah. One, uh, Christine, how sick are we that like Christine being like, you know, he does have one wife that he maybe prefers. We're like, yes, like they're so like they're so mean like even Christine as she's leaving is still being like pretty nice about it right like uh, she's me and I'm like yes 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 I'm like this show has put the bar in hell because on (laughs) any other reality show I would expect Christine to be screaming in Robin's face that like she needs to like back the fuck up for my husband and I want my you know what I mean like it's just so funny like I always laugh when I'm like getting hyped on like Janelle being like well, my kids kind of think he maybe prefers Robin. Like, I'm right. like, yes. Um, and it's like, truly, they're barely saying anything, but at least they're saying something. And two, Mary, how dare you? I saw that fucking picture of you sucking on that banana dick. Get out of here. How dare dare you i heard those fucking voicemails and i personally believe that you maybe fucked jackie when you guys were in disney but i know that's a liz bentley theory um so like how dare you mary act like you don't understand what the fuck is going on here the revisionist history that has gone on in her own mind it's astounding even if she wasn't gonna leave she was planning on fucking that man a thousand percent in disney world with her child there with her (laughs) by the by by the by yeah i mean she's so wild to act like she has no perspective as to how we got here like she doesn't know what it's like to be iced out by cody for cody to stop coming over to cody to stop fucking you how fucking awful and lonely it feels when your spouse is like I'm not fucking you anymore and like that honestly I find Mary about a thousand times more infuriating than Robin in this situation because Mary is acting like she has no fucking clue in a way that makes me want to scream because out of all of them Mary has the most clue (laughs) absolutely absolutely yeah it's it's so well like yeah you know what it's like do you have to sit and watch while this man ignores you and then like goes to be goes off to be lovey-dovey with somebody else like how is that not just like a gun to the head every single time you watch that like how do you exist that way i, I, it I don't makes get it. no sense it, mary is so fucking frustrating it, it's wild so finally janelle says regardless of the work you've done and the sacrifices you made why would you say you have to stay even though you're unhappy thank you janelle thank you also like robin having the nerve to like criticize anyone for getting a divorce like you know how it feels to be with a man that doesn't love you and is like emotionally abusive so what are you talking about like well she also like weaponizes it in a way as though she's the only person to ever get a divorce yeah or a justified divorce to ever happen to her or her children 
ever in life and okay you it, know that saying that's like the only moral abortion is my abortion to talk about like mm-hmm. christians that get abortions yeah. um or like pro-life people that's how i feel about robin in the divorce that she feels like the only justified divorce in this world has been her divorce and everybody else's is not mm-hmm. like i was trapped i had to get out yeah but for christine it's like nothing is clicking with her at whatsoever no so thank god for janelle saying it by the way okay yeah here's my question for you Mm -hmm. i i mean i don't think janelle and cody are together anymore based on logan's wedding pictures i know a lot of people have been thinking it for a while but i don't really think instagram means shit whatever but them not sitting together is such a break from norms in their family yeah like that I don't see how it's possible that they're together because it it would just never ever ever happen, right? It's so, the firstborn kid, the firstborn son. It's it, their kid. Like, why would they not be sitting together? They at the always, wedding? always, always. Especially Janelle and Cody with the boys. I feel yeah. like they're always like, and at every wedding that's happened, he's been with the biological mother at graduations. At it is just such a fucking break from traditional family norms of the brown of the cody brown family that like they're to me they have to be divorced yeah but do we think that her saying this about christine was recorded maybe after she's already left cody because i believe janelle feels that way anyway but Uh i'm curious if these talking heads about christine leaving come before or after janelle leaving him yeah that's a great question because i've noticed that well, maybe since last episode that Janelle's been a lot stronger in her wording. Yeah. Uh, being and like I'm, very anti-Cody and being like, I'm over this shit. I'm choosing the dogs over you. I'm choosing my kids over you. Like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like a lot more. Yeah. It, yeah. It feels like there's no possible way. I knew when they had gone to Hawaii for that trip with Madison, I was like, mm, I, I could see the glow that mm-hmm. I noticed the first time Cody or Christine announced she was leaving Cody. I was like, mm-hmm. mm, I see it. She's got the shining. Yeah. <laughs> I can see it. Um, so Robin then taps into her sixth sense and says that when Christine told everybody she was leaving, she could feel that Christine had released the relationship from her body or whatever. And that yeah, she girl. recognized it. Yeah, girly. She did. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Congrats. She felt happy. Thanks she's for so coming. Like, thanks, thanks for coming to the conversation. <laughs> like she, you, like you'd really just dropped a bomb. <laughs> Good one, Robin. Thank you for joining the class. And so you know then- what? That's Cody speak, by the way, because Cody uh-huh. keeps saying that about Christine. She's decided she's leaving. She's already left. She's already made the decision. That's yep. very Cody speak saying. And he that. was talking about her body language too. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Mary starts to get tears welled up in her eyes. It's like, you know, it's just so familiar. I've seen Cody give up on me and him. Cody says in a confessional that he actually didn't give up on Mary. It just turned out that the relationship was unstable and untenable and it was not functional. AKA literally everything Christine is saying about him when she refuses to accept. But he's like, yeah, Mary and I just, we didn't work out. Right. (laughs) We can get along, but not, we can't be together. Yep exactly he's like yeah you would expect me to say Mary her we don't get along we're not happy we don't have sex why would we stay together right <laughs> but he's like how dare christine leave me for these exact same reasons <laughs> so finally mary takes this 
this is her like season time because I feel like once a season for the past like five seasons she's like everybody always asks me why am I still here even though I don't have a relationship with Cody and you know I thought about it I prayed about it I've meditated on it and I always just come to peace with it and Robin says I'm just grateful that you're sticking it out Robin first of all nobody should be sticking it out in their life and almost anything right Especially when you have financial independence the way that Mary does. Exactly. Like you stick out a job because maybe in six months you end up getting benefits, you know? Yeah. There's no benefit to this. You sticking it out. Second, I cannot believe that Mary's mom dying didn't like shake her out of this relationship. I thought that would be a Teresa Judice situation in which she was like, you fucking... I cannot be with you anymore. I cannot look at you another second. My mom has died and I've changed my perspective on everything. And obviously with Teresa, it was a little different because Joe took the last year of her mother's life away from her. But I thought that like a major, because Mary was so incredibly close with her mom. I was like crying in the last episode when she was talking about how much she missed her. Like Mm -hmm. that, it's so fucking sad. And like, I cannot believe that this has not changed anything the fact that mary drove by herself to her dead mother's like home without cody how you would ever go back the fact that cody told her to just move to the inn to just stay there why don't you just stay there with your dead mom's memories all by yourself how are you not like i just (laughs) it's like are they i i don't know i've like heard people say maybe in the off like when they're not filming she doesn't actually like live in flagstaff and that she's Mm -hmm. a really independent life which I could believe to an extent. And she just needs the show for money and whatever and her LuLaRoe shit. But honestly, if that's true, it's like, you're fucking pathetic, Mary. Get a job. Like, <laughs> like that's fucking pathetic to let yourself get on TV and look like a fucking loser like Hustle. that. Like, yep. Like, I, that is not worth no amount of LuLaRoe leggings. No. <laughs> Your fucking dignity. It's not, it's, it's really not maybe that's why she's trying to charge people six thousand dollars to stay at her uh, well i i am going to that of course you are (laughs) wait kara card out kara and i were like joking about going to it on twitter and we (laughs) got so many serious replies like what do you mean you would go to that i'm like well i'm a mary stan (laughs) people are like but she's a bad person i'm like "Mm, i don't think so i think mary's amazing I had, to, I had to mute the the thread because people are just being so stupid and unfunny, which I don't abide by unfunny people. I know, it was such a bummer. People are being so late. Like, can you please explain why you guys like Mary? Like, we don't. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> but yes, I will be going to Mary's retreat to learn more about how to become successful in an MLM when you already have a million followers on other social me- media platforms. Gosh, isn't it the tools and tricks the nuggets of information that you're going to get on that like it'll pay for itself you know eventually i hope she'll do a makeup tutorial a photo (laughs) editing tutorial do you think she'll do a face tune tutorial which um gold wet and wild eyeliner do i use for my eyebrows yeah (sighs) can't wait why what is going on with robin's eyebrows why is this happening i don't know what like does she does she not see herself I get it. Like well, Robin, whatever. Robin's getting older. Her hair isn't as nice. Like she doesn't look as great. But like if her eyebrows were normal, like we'd be like, yeah, Robin looks fine. And you know what? I got, I'm going to say something. Okay. I, I tried to hold my tongue, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to be able to do it anymore. 
at Isabel's graduation, I noticed that, um, you know, maybe a couple of her daughter's eyebrows were looking a little too dark and toothbrush-like in shape. And I'm just thinking like, I need those girls to talk to other people. I really, can they get a TikTok account and just like see what's out there? Because I think it's giving like Bates Motel at this point. You know what? Caitlin Baltiera should fly to Flagstaff. Please. And microbrate <laughs> Robin's Like what the fuck is happening? I like, I feel, I feel like I'm going crazy looking at them because I'm like, does everybody else see this? Like shoe polish on her forehead? Yes. It's crazy. Like, how does she not see it? Like Mary has bad eyebrows, but they don't look crazy. Do you know what I mean? Like at least there's like a shape to it. Like Robin's just like rectangle and then (laughs) sperm. Like, I don't get it. I see what Mary's trying to do and it's right, possible yeah. Robin just has like a bad eyebrow shape which you know happens to some people like Janelle Evans has that like upside down eyebrow shape sure um but like first of all she can go get them microbladed and I wouldn't be saying it if it's like obviously she cares because she's drawing them on right. like if she was not doing anything to them and just wasn't keeping up with her eyebrows at all I think I'd be like yeah it's clear that she's like not doing that anymore like that's not a priority but the fact that she's drawing them on to look like that is it's a choice it's infuriating to me and Mary you like know what she's trying to do they just look ugly but like she she thinks she looks good I don't think Robin thinks she looks good with those they're the depression brows yeah I really I'm telling you something is not right in Robin's home (laughs) I like something is not is not okay somebody check the walls yeah. for spores or something oh my god they probably have a, get a co2 leak <laughs> help somebody help us oh my gosh also, so they've made they make up artists sort of talking heads why isn't one of them like hey girly can i fix this <laughs> yeah just just ask them just ask them like hey what do you think is a good shape yeah. for me yeah. what oh do you god. think um go down to the mat counter they'll help you <laughs> they'll help you sephora they'll help you too so mary tells robin people are like people are always asking her why why do you stay and yeah robin's just like can you hang on with me please i need you to hang on fuck you robin like we have to rebuild how dare you robin you know cody is never gonna get near mary ever again this is what i was gonna say earlier is like what is like no shade but like Mary has one kid so mm-hmm. and that kid is a full adult who doesn't really come around that does not live anywhere near her so like and Christine what are they leaving with Mary Christine leaving family-wise is actually pretty significant right like I do yeah. understand that to a certain extent especially because I know that Christine's kids are going to follow Christine and like they're not coming it's home so for holidays good. yeah uh-huh. they're not coming to holidays if Christine is not there but like Leon was already like, I'm not really interested in coming to Flagstaff. Like yeah. Audrey and I will be there one time per year. Um, so what like in Saul and Ari love Mary, whatever. They see her 14 times a year at most. Like, what does Robin get from this? That's what I don't get. Yeah. Just like from a numbers perspective, Mary's not really adding anything to your rebuilding plan. Just so you know, Robin, like, I don't really know that you're going to get much out of this. So I've seen (laughs) people speculate that Robin or Mary still puts her money in the family pot. 
has to. I am curious about that. I kind of feel like she might not. Why do you think that? Because I just feel like she lives so independently. I can kind of see them coming to this like agreement. Maybe the TLC money goes into the family pot. Mm. I don't think the LuLaRoe money does. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. As we all know, when it comes to everyone's business, I like to mention it all, but when it comes to mine, I like to keep things a little bit closer to the chest. But that method doesn't always work when it comes to your mental health, and we all need a way to purge and get it out. Therapy is a safe space to do that and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down by learning positive coping skills and all the tools you need to help you be the best version of yourself. BetterHelp is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So you can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash everyone's business today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash everyone's business. I don't know. I'm not like a hundred percent sure, but it would make sense as to why Robin's like, please don't leave. <laughs> like, yeah. we need your money. She's um, definitely contributing to this. No I doubt. also, I also think that if they were worried about the possibility of losing Mary's money, Cody would be pretending with her. And I kind of feel like they're not like she just gives the TLC money and it's whatever. Like the fact, the fact that Cody puts such little effort in knowing that Mary makes, although it's also possible Mary makes almost no money with LuLaRoe because all of that fucking shit is bullshit and you can never tell what anybody's actually making. Right. (laughs) But I don't know. I just have this feeling that she doesn't put the LuLaRoe money in there. That's interesting. I would think that she probably is pretty generous with the, the leggings money. I hope she's not. <laughs> I hope she's I, not either. But I really I, hope I, she's not. I, I bet it all goes into running that in because you know she doesn't make a fucking cent on that thing. Yeah. No. Do you know what the overhead on something like that is? And you rent out two rooms a night. <laughs> <laughs> a couple times out of the month. Yeah, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. Oh my gosh. So Robin gets into how much she really wanted to live in a plural marriage and give that big picture to the kids and 
then the bomb drops that basically Robin didn't just want plural marriage for her kids. She wanted it for herself too. And the pictures of them from the wedding start playing on the screen. And she's like, I had other choices and this is what I wanted. And now I just have to watch as they destroyed what I wanted. And she rolled her eyes like, baby, you walked in on a shit situation. Like, does she not realize that? I don't, I don't know because I am not a person that believes that Robin blew up their family. I believe this family has never, ever, ever been functional in any way, shape or form. And then I think what actually blew up their family was the TV show. Like, I think Robin exposed cracks, but I think the TV show is what blew up their family. Like it. Yeah. Like they, they got famous and had the ability to have money and like move away and be in Vegas and not all act as one family in one home. But like robin yeah i had choices girl did you <laughs> her dance card was full Liz. like okay. i mean i'm not saying that there was like no other men that she could be talking to but like how many men are there in their church you know i mean she talks about herself like scarlett o'hara like the prettiest girl at the temple yeah and like all the boys had their eye on her um even after she had three kids and was divorced like she had many a suitor and also, yet she like, knows this she was not single for that long before she met Cody. No. And yet she acts like she was like, like they were like, please or may I have some more? Like soup kitchen, like, like they were yeah. completely destitute. And this went on for years and years and years. And finally Cody saved her. Like, girl, this was not that long. No. In the grand scheme of things. Like, and and you skirted right into a situation in which somebody else's child moved into your home to babysit your kids. I was just about to say, what about that revelation? Did we know that? Wild. That McKelty lived there? We did not know that. This is, no, we didn't because they would have to explain how they were exploiting child labor by having a 15-year-old be a full-time babysitter. And Robin lived, what, four hours away? Something like that wild so let's continue to feel sorry for robin when she says in a confessional she would never do anything to hurt this family she just wants people to know that and robin needs to stop reading the comments on the internet if she doesn't (laughs) want to change her behavior she should stop reading comments exactly like either either change according to the comments or stop reading them because when she's like i just want people to know (laughs) it's like why who cares (laughs) you're on top bitch like (laughs) that's also the problem with robin is that like there's nothing more annoying than like the person on top pretending like they're not and like if robin and i understand why she can't because then the whole house of cards would fall but if robin was just like yeah i'm pretty happy with cody (laughs) like like, yeah i mean i love that he's over there all the time Mm, sucks for everybody else like (laughs) at least i'd be like yeah bitch you did it Yeah, like she doesn't understand that we all know she's never once had to deal with anything that Christine or Mary or Janelle have had to deal with. She's had the full attention of him this whole time. He was a doting father, wanting to be with the kids all the time and and like play. Yeah, he also loves her and is like super attracted to her. (laughs) Wild. Wild. So Robin gives Mary a compliment, I guess, by saying that what she loves about Mary sticking around is that she's not making it about her relationship with cody she's making it about everybody else that's insane. you she's making it about you that's insane to say that's what you love 
there would be nothing changed about Robin's life if Mary left. <laughs> Not a single thing. Not a single thing. <laughs> She's like, you're doing what I'm asking you to. So thank you for making it easier. You're really a team player. I got a gold sticker in the back for you, kid. I'll get it later. So, so crazy. <laughs> then Robin admits in a confessional that she would not even blame Mary if she was like, you know what? I can't do this. So why are you telling her to stick around and rebuild? It's if you see all the validity in the world and why she would not want to do that at all. Imagine telling somebody in a loveless marriage that they should stay. It's sick. Even for you. Even for you. Like, I'd be like, girl, I mean, I appreciate that you're here, but like, are you sure? Like, Yeah. She gets nothing out of the non-relationship that she has with Cody. Mary's like, I have more of a relationship with Mary than she has with Cody. Honestly, I'm about to pay six thousand dollars to go spend time with her. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, so Mary says, like, if I wanted to let go and give up on Cody, like, you know, I I would. So Robin says, I just wonder what's going to happen in the future because we only have a few kids married. We only have a couple grandkids. Like what do we think is going to happen in the future? I'm like, uh, more kids are going to get married and you're going to have more grandkids. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. What? <laughs> exactly what you think is going to happen is going to happen. So Robin talks about how she wanted to play an important role in the family. And that's like the shit that really caps my ass. It's like, okay, well, what you wanted is that's on you, girl. Like, why does everybody have to uh, like live and die by what you wanted to do when you entered in the family and how, you know, she had three kids and her divorce really shook her. And she's like, you know, I just had to say to myself that I don't really care about the romantic parts of a relationship. I cared about whether or not I was going to have a good husband and he was going to be a good man and what it was going to give to my children. That was my ultimate and biggest, most important thing. Now, my question for you. Mm-hmm. If you were Christine or Mary or Janelle mm-hmm. and you knew all the jealousy that came from her entering the family, how would you feel if you heard Robin say, you know, she wasn't really that interested in the romantic aspect. Like I was just kind of looking for a good situation for my kids. I mean, I think maybe on one hand, I'd be like, at least she admitted it. Like, that this is a yeah. resource game right like that we're all just fighting for the scraps mm. but i would be like be fucking for real because you and right. Cody fuck. like what are you right. talking about right cody loves you and that's why we all want to kill ourselves because we thought cody couldn't love like that and then you came into the family and he loved you in a way that we realized he never loved us and you're just looking to hit a lick i was in love with this idiot <laughs> i'd be fucking pissed yeah that's, that's wild that she admitted that so wild like you just said like i didn't even care if i was in love with this dude just so i could have like a fantasy life of my kids having a bunch of siblings damn like that's it you also, just want to have a bunch true. of siblings? it's not true because she's talked so much about how her parents had the perfect marriage and they never left the honeymoon stage and she and Cody are going to be like that. Like what the way this family rewrites history is just infuriating to me. Yeah. 
she was like obsessed with Cody or she's a really good actress. And honestly, if that's, if she didn't really feel that way and she didn't care about the romance, like, I mean, good for her. She got one over. Like, <laughs> once no, again, I, now, now I'm completely rewriting history and I'm like, I'm thinking she was just doing what she had to do. Once again, I always like respect and like the real Robin who's a hustler. I don't like the hustler who pretends like she's not. Yeah. Yeah. Robin got what she needed and she got her kids what they needed <laughs> and everybody else can go fuck themselves <laughs> and now I don't understand why you guys aren't all around us celebrating and lifting us up what what I don't that, get it that's why it's infuriating <laughs> because it's like you don't get to be on top and then cry about how everybody else is being mistreated right you guys are unhappy that's so unfair to me yeah <laughs> I have oh to deal with God. Cody when he comes to my house six nights a week. Yeah. Every night. Every night when he sleeps next to me and he shares the bed with me, he says something about you bitches. Yeah. Now I have to suffer. As we talk every night about his feelings, which he never did with any of you the entire time you're married. Um, as we like lay in bed and snuggle and have deep <laughs> conversations about our most vulnerable feelings. Yeah. I can't believe you guys aren't thinking about me. Yeah. This is after he tucked our kids in for bed and read them a good night story, even though, you know, Aspen had to play mother at 11 years old because Cody couldn't be bothered to go the fuck downstairs. You know, mm-hmm. you guys mm-hmm. aren't happy mm-hmm. for me. That's mm-hmm. so, weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so weird. Oh my gosh. So Mary even talks about how when Robin first joined the family, Cody kept asking her, Mary, why are you having all these feelings when you know that Robin joining the family is the right thing for us? And she's like, because I'm human. So like, what are we even doing here, Mary? What are we even doing here? So then she says in a confessional that she's learned in recent years that jealousy is not a bad thing necessarily. It's just an emotion that you need to work through. Um, kind of. <laughs> yes. Sometimes. <laughs> Maybe not Maybe. in this situation definitely not in this situation like yeah jealousy is a natural human emotion that you have to work through but you shouldn't have to work through how it feels when your husband is fucking three other women yeah it's not something that you should feel over decades of your life in your marriage the most intimate relationship and the most seemingly trustworthy relationship that you should be in yeah oh my god (laughs) so Robin brings up how she's turned the tables on Cody several times about like, how would you feel about brother husbands? Tap into the emotions of how these wives must be feeling having to deal with other wives around. And LOL, like at the flashback of Mary asking him about that at their probably anniversary dinner. And he was Uh like, the vulgarity of that, Mary? Uh I can't even deal with it. But with Robin, Robin already knew what he, I actually, this to me really did prove that like Cody and Robin talk because Cody Mm -hmm. like explains the scenario, how if I had brother husbands, yeah, it would be tough, but like men talk differently and we'd like sit on the couch and play video games and like talk it out in a way that women don't do it. And then they flash to Robin. who's like, yeah, he said they play video games. Mm -hmm. Is that what Uh he said? And I'm like, (laughs) Robin and Cody talk like exactly. Yep. Like they have had this conversation because Robin knew exactly what Cody was going to say. Right. Because they're partners, they're married because they love each other. 
she even called him out and she's like you know i don't even think that's true because anytime another man brings up comes up especially my husband he gets a little funny right so. she said he gets funny with my ex-husband comes up interesting, interesting. i'm telling you like those, those two have a monogamous decent marriage a thousand percent like for them i think that's just like the marriage that you expect to have and yeah perfectly fine yeah nothing special just you know fine i remember seeing um, a clip was it maybe it was like i feel like it was a covid season in which cody had to be away from robin and the kids for like a couple of days and he comes in and like the way he hugs her i'm like mm-hmm. he loves her mm-hmm. <laughs> that's his wife <laughs> yeah yeah it, and the kids are like daddy dad like yeah it was a total like like a man coming home from war yeah that's his that's his wife and his children (laughs) wild oh my gosh um so mary says that she's asked how like the kids have felt since they had their original conversation and christine was like oh they're all for it like her kids are all for the divorce and then mary and robin both make faces at each other like "Mm." okay like isn't that telling this was unexcusable to me yeah the rest of it not great this part and the way that it's edited with cody being like the only people who know my side are robin and mary first of all how does mary know your side you haven't called mary in four years what are you talking about (laughs) uh uh, yeah ariella accidentally called him and she heard it over speakerphone yeah like you're talking to robin over speakerphone but when they Uh, said that that the kids are only getting one side i'm like how dare you right and then christine's like i don't know which kids know what i know that my kids know but other than that like i have no idea like and if uh christine's children reach out to me either they're fucking adults yeah like it except for truly like they all have eyes and ears like they know what the marriage has been like they don't need christine to sell them a bill of goods to get on her side like most of them are married yeah (laughs) they know what it's not like yeah this is not like a truly situation where she doesn't understand the dynamics of a marriage and all this has to be explained to her like they understand because they're all unhealthy seemingly partnerships themselves they're acting like christine has done like parental alienation right right like simon with tamra yeah (laughs) yeah also if cody like called his children because that's part of the thing and that that's what they're I mean they say it sometimes but like what they really need to be saying is that as a polygamous wife it was Christine's job to like brainwash her kids into loving Cody yeah and foster their relationship which she did for 20 fucking years right right he's a fool an idiot and a fool um so yeah cody says yeah robin and mary and maybe janelle have gotten his side but then christine's like yeah the only person who's ever reached out to me about my side is janelle so i don't really know like mary then asked robin if she thinks that the breakup was coming before flagstaff and robin's like you know what truth be told christine was talking about leaving cody before moving to flagstaff and it's like okay first of all mary did you not know that secondly um like robin what's going on i mean also like why they're acting like this is a smoking gun yeah yeah okay 
so okay so actually that makes christine a little more pathetic to me because i'm like why did it take her so fucking long like why did she move to flagstaff with them like what was she fucking thinking like she was art i mean it doesn't make her pathetic that's mean um she's like in an abusive relationship it's not pathetic but i'm just saying like it makes it it lends more credence to why she should be leaving literally they're like (laughs) can you believe it (laughs) this is what she thought and it's like yeah girl like (laughs) she's been saying that this whole season and also when they're like we don't know christine's side it's like yeah you do because you watch the reality tv show in which for two seasons she's been laying out her side yeah i don't know if robin watches the show yeah i could believe she doesn't yeah i think mary does give me up mary's probably got a plan on loop at the heritage inn every time she comes up she's like oh i'm in the episode oh my gosh this is the episode that replays uh footage of cody and i's wedding that's so weird how weird anyway um so yeah robin drops that like bomb allegedly um because that's the betrayal right that's like what cody's been talking about this whole season how christine betrayed him by talking about leaving him when it's like yeah that's called like your marriage breaking up slowly over a period of time in which like divorce is spoken about multiple times like what are you talking about right right so who did you hear that rumor from cody that you've been talking about people have been talking about this for years was it robin yeah or was it christine herself who was like i'm gonna fucking leave you (laughs) you couldn't hear her when you were trying to build that castle out of rocks when she was saying hey our marriage fucking sucks or one of your kids was like mom's gonna leave you because you're an asshole <laughs> uh, the selective hearing with this man is like truly Here's a, the thing is i think it had to come from christine because i don't think christine would have told robin anything about her marriage because i really believe that they like do not talk to each other about their marriage unless they would go to robin to like ask cody to do things for them that's maybe, the only maybe time McKelpie told her maybe McKelpie that's told what her. i'm thinking like i'm thinking that but like possibly i really yeah. think that christine told cody like i'm not happy mm. and i want to leave and then he went back and told robin and i mean yeah i guess it's possible that she told McKelty and McKelty told robin or cody but i honestly think it was probably christine she's probably been telling cody for 10 years that she's not happy yeah but also like even if she never said anything i don't personally give a shit like that yeah, doesn't mean anything to me also like what's wrong with her telling her adult daughter that she's unhappy and is like i don't know maybe things need to change maybe i shouldn't be in this marriage like that's yeah. actually okay yeah maybe that's a sign that she didn't feel heard and so she had to tell other people yeah it's, it's so nobody stupid. ever wants to nobody ever wants to talk nonsense and in, in in the nonsense or whatever <laughs> that's cody's side of the story that christine was leaving him considering leaving him for quite a while yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god let's let the record reflect that only in this moment does uh robin start to talk about how she wants christine to be happy this is yeah. the first time not this episode this entire season that she yeah. said something um so cody says in a confessional that they were struggling within the family for years before robin even entered the picture but they were just making it work because of the kids and it's like okay well tony does that sound like something we're sticking on yeah once again (laughs) that that doesn't make me more convinced that christine was wrong yeah right right if anything Um, i'm like why did she stay with you so long 
So then Robin, benevolent queen, says, you know, I wouldn't even mind if Christine stayed on Coyote Pass and dated. Like, I wouldn't care. And it's like, do you have to give permission for this 49-year-old woman to date? What are you talking about? Christine, like, screaming in the talking head. Why would I date anybody in Flagstaff? (laughs) I don't even want to live here. What are you talking about? That was, first of all, in the same episode that Robin says that Cody gets squeamish if she even mentions it, mentions her ex-husband. Yeah. We're supposed to believe that Cody would be comfortable with Christine staying there. Two, when right. was the last time Robin and Christine spent time together, even pre-COVID? Right. What, Three, what does her- The need to give her permission for anything. Nothing. Who gives a fuck? Nothing about Robin's life changes with Christine moving to Utah. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing like even if okay even if christine stayed in this family and robin all you want was all these this litter of children hanging around your kids like okay all that's left is truly so like i just don't understand what she wants i really really don't um wait i love by the way i i do love watching christine now that like her rose colored glasses are off and she's just mm. being like none of this makes any fucking sense because christine for so long was like the most delusional one yeah um and it's just really refreshing to see like how much a person can change when they like finally accept the truth yeah because it definitely was giving like sheena shay like are we just like is this you yes is this really you yeah it is very refreshing to see that like oh okay she's not just like head in the clouds yeah yeah head in her head and sand kind of kind of chick but yeah um so robin says you know if christine could just stick around maybe we could work something out but then mary says i'm not in that place right now to work things out with christine okay first of all (laughs) when were you and christine in a work together place right when were you in a place that didn't need to be worked out like tell that chris to christine and watch her laugh her ass off christine is like i never want to see mary again in my fucking life (laughs) her her phone number is not even in my phone anymore i wouldn't be surprised i truly would not be surprised if they didn't have each other's phone number yeah new phone why would they need it why for what for what (laughs) i'm not i'm not in that place right now okay well you don't need to be any place mary you just go home roger and what does working it out look like for mary and christine i want to know i want mary to explain to me what that looks like yeah because once again how is mary's life changing in any way shape or form with christine moving to utah not at all and like christine's kids don't like mary so yeah what i mean mckelty doesn't fuck with you Madden is not your kid, but she doesn't fuck with you either, you know? (laughs) There's like three, three of the girls that like Mary. Yeah. And one of them's Ariella, maybe. Um, so, uh, so, okay. So then Robin's like, you know, I had to get out of, no, sorry. Mary says I'm not in that place to, to, um, to get better with Christine. And then Robin makes this weird comment, like, well, I had to get that place because of you. And so this is where we talk about the catfishing situation, or as Mary calls it, a bad situation with an online personality. (laughs) (laughs) Because it wasn't a person. I'm like, no, it was a person. It just wasn't the person you thought it was. (laughs) You didn't have a relationship with a bot. Like, what are you trying (laughs) to 
<laughs> what are you talking about? Um, so she says, you know, it was a really bad situation. And I asked Cody not to stay at my house for a little while so we could take a break. But Cody interpreted that as me kicking him out. And he just never came back. And it's like, I don't think that's how it went down, Mary. The way... <laughs> A revision of history i'm telling you a bad situation online with an online personality <laughs> that's like me seeing perez hilton like my tweets again that's a bad situation with an online personality it's lisa that's barlow like... coming into my dms to talk about religion <laughs> yeah here's the alley blocking me yeah that's yeah. a bad situation yeah, not not um, Caroline Calloway blocking me. Uh, that is a bad situation with an online personality. I miss Caroline. <laughs> I miss her. I do. Uh, I just thought about her my, earlier today. Just missing my girl. I just want to see her get on and like say some dumb shit. It brings me so much joy. Um, but yeah, it's Mary, you have like a years-long affair with this this man in quotation marks. Literally, I watched the episode where they talked about the catfish, and she said dead ass. I knew in the first week that this person was lying to me, but I decided to continue on with the relationship anyway. Do you know how fucking lucky she is she didn't get like romance scammed and yeah. just got catfished? Yeah. Because Mary would have sent that person money. Forget about it. You'd have never, never had the down payment for Lizzie's heritage in. Never. That never would have happened. Yeah. They would have had to go right back to Lehigh. To live in those apartments again so mary like signs over the deed of her house <laughs> i i can see it i really mary's, really can see it like mary's honestly pathetic like she's a pathetic person it's so sad like i just can't wrap my mind around why she's staying other than like mm -hmm. some religious repression what do you think Leon says when they call Mary and Mary's like, well, yeah, like, you know, I'm just trying to see dad. Do you think Leon's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> For what? For what? I really wonder. Cause I, I, I know back when the catfish stuff happened, Leon was mad at Mary, but like, that was because Leon was 19 and like going through shit and like, didn't have perspective on the world yet. I right. highly doubt that 30 year old Leon is like, mom, you need to stay with dad. Do you also remember when they, when Mary had them go to wherever the fuck to meet somebody who had also been catfished oh, and, and her daughter? Yeah. yeah. And they're like, Leon, why don't you come with me to meet this mother and daughter team who had also been screwed over by this person? Like, why? Leon's like, no, I, but I wasn't like, leave me out of this. <laughs> like, I have, why do I want to meet Well, they've always they've always just had such an inappropriate like boundaryless relationship never forget so when robin weird. announced she was pregnant that leon hysterically oh my God. cried in the bathroom and was like i'm just so worried about my mom i'm so worried about my mom i'm like oh this is not good <laughs> like, yeah like there were years where leon seemed to be making a lot of decisions as to their um fertility choices i mean nothing ever came of it but like it just seemed like they had a lot of opinions and that seemed very odd to me yeah yeah, I think, thank God, Leon has found their way. Thank, thank God. That's I, one one out of 30 of this family. Yeah, I'm guessing Leon and Cody don't talk very much. Uh, because I can't imagine. Remember when, with like the COVID stuff and they were going through like whose kids get along with Cody and who doesn't? And mm -hmm. Mary was like, 
my child doesn't have issues with Cody over that. I'm like, yeah, because Leon doesn't come to visit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think we're leaving something out, but you know, with Mary, you always, always are. Also like Leon has been very vocal. Like if you support Trump, I don't fuck with you. Yeah. And I have a feeling, and you know, Cody picks and is like, oh, well, (laughs) he caught, you know, he calls them up and he's like, well, I was just watching TV and (laughs) you wouldn't believe what Joe Biden said. Like, you know, he's that type of asshole. Right. I heard this really interesting interview and you find out it's like somebody Tucker Carlson was talking to and it's like, okay. Exactly. (laughs) So I would be very surprised if Leon still had a close relationship with Cody. Yeah. Can't imagine it. Can't imagine it. So Robin tells Mary that she like understands what it's like to have find happiness and then you don't find it and it doesn't really work. And then she really wants Christine to be happy. And then Robin says in a confessional that she and Mary and Janelle are wives of a man who's going through a divorce and that she's never struggled with Cody in her marriage as much as she has now. And she's like, you know what? I'm at a loss. So Mary then says in a confessional that she'll never say that the problem within her family is plural marriage because she believes that everyone has the capacity for greatness and the capacity to work through stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, who told you that on a LuLaRoe cruise? Yeah. Oh, Mary, (laughs) Mary, Mary. You know, we haven't seen you all season and then you pop up and do this. You should be embarrassed. These Tony Robbins quotes about why you should stay in a loveless marriage. Oh my God. So- then we see Cody in the car with his friend Brian. Okay, um, wait. The, yeah. I need to point out. Did you yeah. notice Cody said that they were at like a a comp a convention together, a sportsman, a, a sportsman convention? A sportsman. I think that's com- I think that's confirmation. It was a gun show. Uh, yeah, a sportsman show in Reno, Nevada. Yeah, there were guns there. Like, <laughs> remember he like what he nobody has ever confirmed that he sells guns, and they like don't yeah. talk about it on the show. And I do feel like that's the closest they've ever gotten to mentioning that Cody sells guns. Yeah, because which we still don't know for sure as like sportsmen other than hunting. You know. Yeah, exactly. And hunting. we still don't know like what his actual business is and what it looks like and. We just vaguely know that he like works with guns somehow. And supposedly yeah. that's part of the reason he wanted to move to Arizona because he was like scared of Nevada after the Vegas shooting that they were going to put more regulations, blah, blah, blah. I don't know how true that actually is, but it makes sense. Um, but him saying that I was like, I think that's the first time he's like even alluded to it. Yeah, I'm sure TLC's close. like, TLC's like, you can't talk about guns. <laughs> oh, for, for sure yeah i noticed that too yeah the sportsman show um so apparently he and brian have been business partners for like seven years now and uh you know i guess he has no problem like i can also not imagine like if last week he said that eleven thousand, there were eleven thousand cases in covid of covid in the u.s i would imagine like seven thousand of them were at that sportsman show like I could imagine a worse place for COVID. Yeah. And has he been going to these the whole time? Is he quarantining after? Um, Also, like, the amount that they talk about Cody's job without telling us what he does is truly infuriating to me. Because, you know, I'm obsessed with reality TV, people's finances. And so I'm like, if you're going to say that you work all day, get on this fucking television and give me a detailed explanation of your job. And that you're making $200 an hour? Yeah. Would you mean what? <laughs> That's not like a normal hourly wage, Cody. Like, what are you doing? When Robin says that she can't 
ask, it's not fair for her to ask Cody for any help during the day because he's so busy doing what? Doing what? Working out of his, his two-seater? Doing what? And like, he can, he can tell us he sells guns without saying gun, you know, like, I just don't get why it's like, so not included in this show. Yeah. I I, thank you. Cause I've also found that incredibly annoying, incredibly annoying. Cody talks about how he's like in the worst place in terms of his marriage and his view of relationships, which I guess is why he felt the need to ask Brian minutes before he was about to get married. Is he sure? is he sure about this and then he's like talking to brian in the truck about like oh i had this conversation with robin and she begged me not to say anything and said that my relationship would be ruined with you if i asked you if you were going to uh if you were sure about this so that's why i only asked you once right (laughs) and this is what i mean by robin and cody have a real marriage because you know he he, on his drives he calls robin he called and he's on she has he has her on the bluetooth and they're just chatting and he's like, this is what I think I'm going to say, <laughs> like, like partners in a way that you would mm-hmm. never talk to any of his other wives. And I love that Brian was like, yeah, that was weird. Weird. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that was a weird thing to do, but I guess cool that he felt so comfortable with me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that means we're friends. <laughs> he had no problem asking me that. Oh gosh. He then says, Cody says that he feels like marriage is the biggest commitment that somebody can make in their whole life, which probably explains why he has no relationship with his older children. But then he says something so funny, which is that we live in a society that's telling us that half of the people made the wrong choice with their divorce rate. And that we just have to assume that there's like only half a chance of success. Okay. Cody, um, quick, quick, math question for you Liz Cody has four wives mm-hmm. and he's no longer with two of the four what percentage is that uh, is that or is that reality Cody first of all I do want to say that the divorce rate is actually not 50 percent um okay. that's like based on one study and it's also like including all couples and once you've been married once your chance of getting divorced again is like significantly Much higher, higher. Mm-hmm. and the divorce rate for first-time married couples is closer to like 38 percent or something mm-hmm. um so m- it's pretty significantly lower than 50 percent second well, of all you read that in the manosphere yes and the, exactly in the manosphere second of all what the what, I was like what is he talking about like I could not follow what point he was trying to make I was like right. okay society, society tries to brainwash us into thinking that divorce is 50 percent like okay, I'm like what would that do yeah what like okay, okay. That, Cody. <laughs> what I like I seriously I was like listening I'm like waiting for the point and I was like okay I guess <laughs> I'm not sure what you're trying to say here I think that's a running theme with anything that Cody says, honestly. I'm surprised we don't have more conversations like that. He thinks he's so smart. The smartest, funniest, most charming man in the room and the best dancer, as we saw. I was like, truly, when you reposted that, you retweeted that video of him dancing last night. And I was like, I'm not going to do the podcast tomorrow. (laughs) I was like, this makes me mad. Uh, yeah, follow me on on uh, TikTok, you guys. At everyone's business, but mine. But um, yeah. So Cody, like, is just talking about how the divorce rate is, and then uh, he admits something that I don't think Cody's ever admitted, which is that he was actually a little bit embarrassed as to how he put his feelings 
of his failure of divorce on somebody else's situation, meaning Brian and his wedding and his marriage. I'm like, gosh, that is very introspective of you. Cody. Truly the most self-aware he's ever been. Which ever. Is... <laughs> <laughs> Why Never he is the way he is. No. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh my gosh. So then we get back to Christine's house and she announces that she officially sold that clunky bed. And Cody says in a confessional that he was really hurt and it broke his heart that Christine was selling that bedroom set. What? Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, Cody. So then Christine says that her last night with the bedroom set, she just like starfished in the middle of it. It was a king size bed and just like did a whole rom-com flash through the memories of time and the babies being born and the good times and the bad times and all of that. And when she said that, were you like, you haven't slept with someone in that bed for a long time? Like, why haven't you been sleeping like that the whole time? Because that's how I felt. I was like, okay like you laid in the middle of your bed that you've been sleeping by yourself in for four years <laughs> like, okay <laughs> can't you imagine like a like a Cameron Diaz reenacting this yeah, moment absolutely like <laughs> when Cameron Sydney Diaz Sweeney. plays Christine in her next movie <laughs> Sydney Sweeney play Christine Brown played by <laughs> Sydney Sweeney um <laughs> so yeah Christine's like you know I just don't want to have any memories of Cody in my new house I like not it. one I loved um, it if I think about that bedroom set all I get are these toxic memories can't do it no thank you and I'm with you girl why would you want to bring the demons of those beds into your next single life absolutely yeah, no. not no yuck okay so Christine says in a confessional I gave that man the best years of my life and he shrugged his shoulders at me and that's really hard because I'm not young anymore and then Cody's like, well, I gave her the best years of my life too. So I Cody, don't know why she's putting that all on me. Fucking other women during those years. What are yeah. you talking about? Yeah. Spreading your seed all okay. over Beehive. Having the time of your life. It's while so she's in the basement begging you to take a shower in her bathroom. <laughs> so <laughs> let's talk about fair here. So then Cody's like, you know, I'm just kind of feeling some type of way because I'm just getting the sense that Christine's like very woohoo about this whole situation. And I, it's driving me crazy. It's driving me crazy. He's so okay. mad that anybody dares to defy him. Yeah. 
or to be happy without him or how dare she think she can be independent without me happy quality of life no not me we're all supposed (sighs) to suffer together well I'm not really supposed to suffer but they're supposed to suffer but you guys you guys so finally we get to the end of the episode and Isabel is packing up her stuff moving to North Carolina they're gonna take a road trip it's gonna be Maddie Job's house is really nice by the way is it that did they show a picture of them standing outside of like a nice looking house I was like Mm. huh Good for I didn't notice. Um, that doesn't surprise me though. I feel like whatever Caleb does, he like works on elevators or something. Yeah, I think they live in like a not actually I have no idea, but they live in North Carolina and um yeah, I bet he does like he makes good blue collar money. Yeah, union money, probably, you know. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So yeah, Isabel talks about how like excited she is to be in a house with people who love each other and have a functional marriage and that was sad you know i was like yeah well you know her kids haven't seen her in a happy marriage in a long time i'm like let's pull that back a little further janelle yeah like we're talking about this as though it's like a fun little anecdote just like a little positive like oh there's gonna be a starbucks nearby you know like like maybe we could go one step further and talk about how maybe your children haven't seen you in a happy marriage yeah we could you know what we got a whole a whole half a season left we got time (laughs) we've got time for that so uh you know cody's there to like micromanage i guess not really he's there to just like walk around the car and like pretend like he's packing Mm -hmm. being like oh is this is this the right packing i don't know if i like this but whatever i mean poor truly was like i mean there was not an inch of space for that girl (laughs) when i i actually saw how packed the car was was like (laughs) oh my god there was like gopro footage from the front of the car and like you can see like you couldn't see truly her hair (laughs) literally i was like where is she (laughs) i don't even know if this is legal it doesn't feel legal Mm -mm. (laughs) um but yeah um why did they get a u-haul to put behind the car i don't know it's too much (sighs) i can't afford it so um yeah like christine's getting ready i could not believe she was getting it beyond that and she's wearing a dress a dress on a road trip just seems really impractical to me because i like to spread them wide you know i agree but remember that they lived modestly for a very long time so she's probably quite comfortable in a dress that's true that's fair um isabel straight up lies in a confessional she's like you Uh. can because you can tell by her face that she's like trying to explain why cody's not coming in a lighthearted way she's like yeah you know he's got other kids and you know i guess COVID's still happening so and i'm just like i literally every time isabel gets in that confessional to have to like make her situation with her daddy seem better than it is i really want to punch him right in the face it infuriates me i know but how about what christine says then oh about how like it's sad that the kids aren't going to have a relationship with him and how they don't know like the good parts of him because there were she's like you know it's like the saddest thing to me that my kids don't have a relation a good relationship with their dad and i'm like yeah uh uh-huh uh-huh and then he's like that she's like he doesn't know how great they are Uh uh-huh uh-huh and then she goes and they they don't know how great he is and i'm like Mm -hmm. "Ah." (laughs) what 
Record yeah. scratch. They that family has brainwashed themselves into like how great of a dad Cody is. Like they always are like, he's such a great dad. He's such a great dad. This whole season, Christina's talking about what a fucking asshole he's been since the beginning. Mm-hmm. And still she's like, and they just won't know how great he is. I'm like, what does that mean? What are you talking about? Great to who? I mean, I think she's referring to those like, you know, pre-nacho pre the nacho incident where she was just like madly in love with him Girl, the nacho incident was on their honeymoon no no i no. think so no they had they had gone on a road trip and he broke off their courtship they were courting at the time and he broke it off and then they got back together once he was like oh that's actually really mean that i was disgusted by her eating nachos oh okay so point still stands that was pre-kids that was not a time cody was a great father oh yeah yeah no 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 no, no. <laughs> no i'm talking that i mean like this is maybe like the first five minutes of their relationship yeah, yeah that's what i was saying like like, yeah. <laughs> like she but it's still it's it, it's just interesting because it's still that like brainwashing that they like convince themselves because throughout this whole series like the whole show they'll be like well this this and this and this but you know cody's a great dad cody's a great right. dad and i think she's still repeating it even though the words out of her mouth are like i'm sad that cody doesn't know my children <laughs> right like he's not that person anymore but then she says i'm not that person anymore either so. yeah i mean i guess maybe <laughs> he is a good dad to robin's kids and that's what she i don't know i just don't see a world in which cody is great and i was very like Christine, what are you saying there? I mean, he's probably great if you really lower your expectations in the way these women have to, because they know that he's not going to be around that much. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, he's probably fun where he's like, you know, coming in at five o'clock and throwing Logan over his shoulder and like eating sloppy joes with them. And then, you know, they're like fucking or something. And then that's it. Was it in this episode? I'd watched a bunch of episodes the other day, but when he was like, look, I have 17 kids. Like I can't have a close mm-hmm. relationship with all of them. And it's like, and that's why we don't have 17 children. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, yeah. He said at the end of this episode, I I think he said, I've got 18 kids and I try to like find something that they like and find a way to connect to them. But you know, I don't actually think that he really finished that sentence. To be honest, It's with you. like Cody yeah that's why people don't have 18 kids yeah like yeah we we know that doesn't excuse your behavior because you actively got all these fucking wives to have all these goddamn kids yeah if you have to develop a system of like okay once my child is over the age of 15 it's like up to them to maintain a relationship with me because there are too many like that's a problem bro yeah it's so fucked up he's just so fucked He's literally the worst, but you know what, Liz, you're the best. Do you have any final thoughts? No, I just, I'm loving this show. I can't believe how good this season is. It's the payoff we all deserve. I agree. Tell everybody where they can find you. Sure. If you're a fan of the show Teen Mom, I have a podcast called Feathers in My Hair that comes out every Sunday where I talk about new episodes of Teen Mom, but also old episodes, uh, fun old episodes. And I have a Patreon called Liz Explains It All at patreon.com slash Liz Explains, where I talk about everything. I, I do a bunch of Sister Wives stuff over there. Kara's on very regularly. Um, just this week, I'm doing Princesses of Long Island, the incredible one-hit wonder on uh, Bravo. So I talk about just random stuff that I want to talk about. 
I love it. I love when I see a tweet and I'm like, oh, this is going to be on the Patreon. I can Princesses tell. Princesses of Long Island is the most offensive thing I've ever seen in my life. It's incredible. <laughs> when you incredible. tweeted that, those pictures about how there's not the one episode in which a girl doesn't wear a headband, I screamed. Not just a headband, <laughs> a one on her forehead. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Love it. Well, thank you so much, Liz. You're welcome. You have a great evening. Love you. Bye. Bye.